There's going to be four brief points, and I just want you to hear my heart in this and understand that on this family day that you are so loved. You are so loved. And you are part of a greater existence, and that is the existence in Christ. And I just want you to learn that we need to have that clarity to be able to shine for him through all things. It's not going to be an easy life. It's not going to be an easy road. For you first responders, you don't know what you're going to any time when you get called out. May I say this to you, though? Whenever we are in this church working or whenever I'm at home, if I'm on the road, and we hear a siren, we stop and we pray for you. Because we know that what you are going to is a challenge, and we pray protection over you. So know that this family of God loves you, and you are being cared for. Um, there's, there's 2020 physical vision that we have in our lives, <laughs> unless you're getting older. And then sometimes we need some things that will help us to see more clearly, and that's okay. 2020 perfect vision, that physical vision we're given, is actually something that happens at a distance of 20 feet, and it allows us to have clarity and sharpness of vision. This is a beautiful, beautiful gift that God has given to each one of us. And unless we are born blind, maybe we don't recognize how blessed we are to have that gift of vision. There's different things that can actually damage our physical sight, we might not have clarity due to deterioration, age, perhaps an infection or a disease that comes our way, an accident. But when someone loses their sight or their partial sight, it actually can bring them to a place of grief because they don't get to see clearly what they have seen in the past. Why am I talking about that? Because there's a different kind of vision. It's the kind of vision, that clear vision that Christ gives us in a spiritual way. He gives us this hope, this abundant life. He gives us joy. He gives us the, the offer of being able to trust in him and have faith in him. But we need to have some things. We need to have a clear vision first and foremost of who he is. Do you really, really grasp a hold of who our creator is? Because he is awesome. He is special. If you're here today and you've never heard who Christ is, just listen in with your heart, with your ears, because I want to I wanna share with you so briefly that he is the creator of all things. He is our gift giver of life and light. He is the son of God. He's our eternity. He's our every day. He is love. He's forgiveness. He's mercy. He's grace. He's healer. He is sustainer. He's protector. The king of kings and the Lord of lords. He's our teacher. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the end, and absolutely every second in between, no matter what you are going through. He's our provider. Not only does he provide us with all of our needs, but he is there when we sit there and think, is he really there? He's there always, 
He never leaves us or forsakes us. He is Savior. Amen? He is friend. And he desires to be in deep relationship with us. He is the one that allows us to shine. He is the one that the Spirit has been given by him to us so that we could have freedom. He's the perfect mentor. We talked about mentorship. There is no better mentor. We should, if we understand clearly who he is, understand that the most perfect mirror image that we would have as a friend, a savior, a mentor is Christ. To be in Christ and like Christ should be the goal of a believer. For those of you who don't know him yet, understand that this is possible for you as well. That Christ, upon a simple prayer, will enter your life and have such a profound impact on who you are. The more time that we spend with him in prayer, reading and studying his word, in times of silence so that we can hear his sweet voice, the filters that we have in our life will drop off. And this is something we learned at Blizzard and Avalanche was those filters are things that we put up to hide who we are. We're afraid, possibly, ashamed. But Christ can see through that. So we need to remove the filters. We need to remove these walls, these masks, so that Christ can clearly be seen through us. So, if we are to really, really know him and understand who he is in our life, then we need to practice being like him. So in this section, I leave with you this question. Do you really know who he is? How clear is your vision of Christ? How clearly are you recognizing what he has done for you? That's why those questions were so important for these students, because they need to know who Christ is and what he has done so that they have a response to give to their friends to their family, to their neighbors. Proverbs 29 and 18 says this, If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. The King James Version says it like this, Where there is no vision, the people will perish. Have you ever thought about that? Like, I can stand here totally open and, and just raw and say to you, yeah, there's times in my life where I go, really, God? But that's my fault. <laughs> Am I spending that time with him that he desires for me to have with him? Am I studying the word? Am I truly doing all that I should be doing? Have you asked yourself that? Because I know when, when I fall short, his vision isn't as clear to me. But when I recognize what he's doing, and I praise him, and I give him the glory for all that has happened, the veil comes down. The vision is clear. The walls dissipate. It is such a beautiful thing. 
We need to press on and be engaged with our relationships with him. We need to watch and wait and allow him to lead and to guide even through the difficult times. He wishes for us to be in that beautiful relationship with him, desiring clarity, trusting him, and expecting, yes, expecting something to happen, awesome things to happen. We need to expect him to speak to us in his word and in our quiet times. For this is clarity in Christ when we allow him to be involved. So then clear vision of who we are. God wants us to have this vision of who we are in him. Honestly, we don't deserve our salvation. We don't deserve this beautiful relationship that he has lavished upon us. Yet he sent his son, Christ, to lay down his life so that we would be able to experience not only life to the richest here, but eternal life. How beautiful. He allowed his son to be everything for our freedom. So, clear vision of who you are. What we learned last weekend, and I had the privilege of sharing with a number of youth in devotional time, is sometimes we have labels that we put on, or a mask that somebody else has given to us, or perhaps names that a bully has shared with us in an inappropriate manner. But I want you to hear this so clearly today, that those lies that have been spoken over you, those names that you have been called, those things that you have been labeled, are not who you are in Christ. And if I can say from John 4, the woman at the well, Christ saw her so differently. So look at yourself through the lens of Christ and hear this. You are God's beloved. You are adopted by him as his child. You are sons and daughters of the Most High. You are not the person that you were before you came to Christ, for he has forgiven you, he will change you, he will transform you, and he will make a difference in and through your life. You are a new creation, and you have been accepted by him the moment that you bent your knee and received him as Jesus, your Lord and your Savior. So those lies, those labels, as I've said, those names you were called, cast them off. Don't allow that to be a filter that speaks to who you are because you are cherished. You are a work in progress. We are not perfect. Amen. I don't want to have to stand up to that title. We are lives that are being transformed for him and you are valued. Let me say that again. You are valued. You are jewels, and you have become part of a greater family, the family of God. There is a huge need today for people to stop listening to what the world is saying about them and who they should be and what they should be and what the Facebook posts say. May I say this to you? The majority of social media if I can say this, our lies 
We cover up. We put this guard up when we're on social media so that it looks really good to everybody else. Please remember to see yourself the way Christ does, and it's okay to admit when you have a fault or you're in need of help. That is reality, and that is life with Christ, acceptance for who you are. If this is not how you feel about yourself, then I ask you this. What filter or obstruction is in your way from seeing your own self clearly? What do you need to rid yourself of so that you can walk in the light and the clarity the way that Christ sees you? Our identity is not about the job title we hold, how much we make, the scores that we got on our last test, the school we got accepted to, our financial earnings. These things are not who we are. Who we are is who God has created us to be. And those other things are just beautiful gifts that God has given to us. God desires to be revealed to a hurting world and a lost generation through us. He desires us to be blessed spiritually in every way. Children of God with a vision and a hope to be his agents of change so that God can be adored by all. Trevor just said in his mini testimony how we need to see those around us and we need to ask questions for it truly is about looking beyond the filters that people put up. We are called to love and to be a part of this, this loving creation that God has given to us as a task for others. And this brings me to my third point, a clear vision for those around us. So clarity in Christ and who he is, clarity in who you are, and then this vision of those around you. The Lord desires us to have a clear vision of those who surround us. He wants us to know who others are, and we need to know our neighbors, those family members we may push aside, maybe somebody on the opposite side of the church. God wants you to know each one of these people in a beautiful, intimate way. If we love others, God lives in union with us, and his love is made perfect in and through us. So why do we need to figure this out? Why should we care about the others that are around us? Because if we live God and we love God and truly, truly desire to be in a deep spiritual relationship with him, then we must grasp a hold of the truth and understand that we are capable of this love only, only because Christ loved us so deeply first. With this love, we should be able to love others. We should be able to see them how Christ would see them, not how we expect to see them without judgment. Because he is the one who will heal. He is the one who will change. And he is the one who will transform people. Just as Trevor shared this morning, hmm, I think about that question and what we can do for others and why. We need to step out 
and we need to be brave and we need to be courageous because Trevor, if I may say this, you have come a long way because of what Christ has done in you. This is one of the shyest kids that was ever in this church. And you know what? People in this congregation believed in him and they poured into him and they didn't walk by him when he was sitting out in the hallway. They stopped, they listened, they prayed with, they invested into his life. And when he said, yeah, I'm fine, somebody heard a lot deeper. And they took an interest in his life. And I am so grateful. So what interest are you taking your neighbors and your families and your yet-to-be friends? I just want to share a brief story of something that happened just recently to us. And that was a neighbor of ours who we noticed wasn't around. It was about a week, and the lights weren't coming on, and the cars weren't coming back into the driveway. And then we saw the parents arrive. And I went over and I said, is everything okay? And they said, wow, like you noticed? Yeah, we noticed. Is everything okay? And they said, actually, no, it's not. Our son and daughter are in the hospital at Sick Kids right now with their five-year-old. He's just been diagnosed with cancer. And I said, can we pray for you? And so as the grandparents left and as they came back from sick kids, we went over and we just said, please know that we are praying. Please know that we are trusting God in healing for your son. And understand that healing may not be the physical healing, but it may be something else that happens and they listened, and they were like, wow, thank you so much. They knew what Dave was going through, and they said, we're here for you too. See the love that God is lavishing. See the connection that he is making. God is so good. He is so good. He desires us to have that, that, that clear vision of who our neighbors are. May I say this to you? We knocked on their door the other day, and that little boy's cancer is healing on its own. That's what they think. I know that God is at work. So he is on a holding pattern, and we are praising God for this little one. So whose life are you touching? Who are you getting to know? Who are you asking what you can do? We never know who may be just around the corner who needs our help. So having a clear vision of those around us enables us to make a difference, not so that we can shout it from a mountaintop. And I don't tell you that story to say I am better than any of you. Please hear that. I'm here to testify about what Christ is doing. But we need to be so understanding and so transparent and authentic and to be ready for it is not our place, as I said, to change. So here's a few scriptures that I just wanted to read with you. And this is the first one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And when we speak of Word here, we're talking about Jesus. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was light to all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness 
cannot overcome it. We have all been in a place possibly of darkness, spiritual darkness where we didn't know Christ. And then he, our creator, comes and he gives us all things. Jesus is awesome, the word, the creator, the one who changes our hearts through his spirit. The world was not intended to be in darkness, filled with sin and rebellion and pain and chaos and fear and confusion, all these things, for God intended us to live in the light. Christ is not the only light, but when we come to him and we get to know him and we receive him, we become his light. And light is the complete opposite of darkness. It is love, it is order, it is peace, it is knowing who we are, it is fulfilling what he wants us to do and to go out and to, and to love others. Fulfilling his command to be the light. We must remember that this light always, always overcomes the darkness. Christ is the light and so are we. There's another scripture. You might know this one, <laughs> Matthew 5. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. And in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify the Father in heaven. For we are vessels for God's spirit to shine the light of Christ. The lamp is us. The oil or the fuel, per se, that, that makes us go and light up is the Holy Spirit. And to shine this light that is Christ. What a blessing. Do you have a clear vision of who Christ is? These kids had opportunity over avalanche and over blizzard to figure it out. They are works in progress, so please continue to pray for them. But do you have a clear vision of who Christ is, who you are, and who those are around you? Please have your ears, your eyes, and your hearts open to make sure you're not missing out. What are some of the filters or the barriers that you may have up that need to be removed so you can have this clarity. My prayer for you this morning and always is that you would have clarity to shine for Jesus. And as you experience this, may his plan be so visible to you for what he wants you to do and accomplish. His vision, I pray, would become clear so that you can impact others. We have a, a slide that is just plain. So next slide, I think. I want you to look at this slide. This really hit me when I saw it. Do you see the shadow? It's not dark, is it? It's light. When we know him, when we receive him, and when he works in us, he shines through us. So when we have clarity in Christ to shine, we become transparent 
and his light is seen, not us. God is so good. I pray that you will be this, the one that leaves the shadow of light for Jesus Christ as you figure it out. We're all a work in progress, but it's my desire that we all become those who will have clarity to shine for Jesus Christ. Amen? Can I just pray with you as the band comes back up? Thank you so much for listening, and I pray that you are able to take something away from today. And if you've heard it all before, I hope that God nudged you in a special way to awaken your heart to be his light. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are so good. I am so thankful that you are the one who is our helper, who is our aid, the one who reveals all things to us and removes those filters in our lives, Lord God, so that we can see things more clearly. God, from our physical sight to our spiritual understanding and deep knowledge of who you are, God, we ask that you would just be with us, be at work in each one of us. And for those, God, who may not know you yet, I pray that they would sense your heartbeat in this place today and that if they have questions, that they would not leave without asking somebody just an answer for what, they, what they're seeking. Lord, when we seek and we find you, we get this beautiful gift of your, of your son and your spirit. It is so awesome. So God, be with us today and into tomorrow. Keep our eyes open. Keep us focused on you and just who's around us. In a time where there is so much loneliness, Lord God, I pray that each one of us would have a heart to go and seek and just be with those so they don't have to experience that, that feeling of being alone. You never leave us. You never forsake us. And through all things, you are awesome. And we give you thanks and praise for this all today. In Jesus' name, amen.